Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. It's another somebody session in which these nobodies bring on a somebody, or in this case, somebodies, who are experts or rising stars in their field. This week, our somebodies are artists, collaborators, and roommates who have known each other for over 15 years. When they're not living their lives to the fullest or sharing their massive musical talents with the world, they're hosting their hilarious and entertaining new podcast called Parental Advisory, which you can find on all podcast platforms with new episodes streaming every Tuesday. This week's somebodies are Jack J and my brother, Sammy Welk. All right, we're recording. You start. Okay, first of all, do not tell me what to do. Talked right into that one. All right. Hey, guys, I'm Annie. And I'm Bryce. And we are the Nobodies. Experts on nothing. Opinions on everything. Come on. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Nobodies. Hey, guys. Thanks for being here. What's up, guys? Thanks for coming, you guys. Absolutely. We've been waiting for a while. We're glad we could finally make it happen. I know. I know. We need to do some sort of like crossover. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, like, you know how they do like Grey's Anatomy does a crossover event. That's what we have to do. Like one follows another. (laughs) Exactly. This is pretty good. This is ours. Exactly. Because we want to do like, we want to do like siblings already. You know what I'm saying? Like on on our parental one. And so we want to like bring you guys Mm -hmm. on. We want to bring like, I don't know if I want to bring Jeff on, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Is that your brother? You don't want to bring him on? No, no, no. I'm completely kidding. He has actually, he lives in Colorado. So he probably has a lot of interesting, you know, perspective on life and just like, you know, very different lifestyle for me, but absolutely. We got to cross over to the fullest extent. You feel me? I'm glad this yeah. is the first dipping our toes in though. Foray, yes. yes. Well, yes, first like and foremost, it. we want to thank you guys for shouting us out on our, on your podcast. You shouted out Annie because she is in your theme song, correct? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it was my musical some- debut actually. I don't know if you guys knew that. Hey, I didn't. what are you guys watching? Yeah, we didn't even give you anything to sing. We just gave you like a phrase to say. <laughs> but that was a favor to the listeners to not give me something to sing because I'm 100% tone deaf. I'm not, I'm not buying it, man. I'm not buying it. <laughs> no, I really am. I really There's am. No I disagree with that too. You've never heard me sing. I don't even know if T has heard me sing. <laughs> Aside I- from like screaming in the car. I think you probably sell yourself short. Everyone's their own biggest critic, you know? I'm just, you know. You've got some tone in there. Sammy's got some tone. I hear Benny singing around the house in the shower and shit. I mean, it's got to run in the family a little bit. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I would think, Jack. I would think that. No. I appreciate that, but I I could disagree more. Your tone in, in in our little song. I mean, it was fucking exquisite. I couldn't have asked for anything more. Oh, yeah. We're like just trying well, to act like you. an upset mom. And yeah. I think the original audio was me doing it because, you know, I kind of I think I had the highest voice out of all the boys, you know, for being honest. Yeah. Here. And so I was trying to like I was trying to emulate like a mad mom and like pitch up my voice a little bit. And I was like, oh, it sounds a little weird. And then, bam, you walked in. and We're like, wow, our saving grace. So. The timing was perfect. Well, I used to do not used to do like this a lot, but for my old company that I worked for, I did the voiceovers for all their videos. Oh, so you so, had like, you know, experience. Yeah. So yeah, I had to, he, the guy that did all the video stuff for my old company would be like, just put on your sorority girl voice. And I would be like, Oh, okay. And so then when I would do that, it was exactly what they wanted for <laughs> this promo video. You could easily put anyway. your sorority voice. Yeah. Like you could be like a weather, a weather 
What can you hear me? Newscaster. Yeah, I can hear yeah, you. Yeah, newscaster. Okay, I, it kind of glitched out. I couldn't tell. Um, oh, yeah, yes. you can make it like a news <laughs> weather host. Um, yeah, people have told me that before. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, T says I just have a very professional <laughs> like voice all the time because I enunciate everything. Well, it's because you're in so. a professional career. Like you're a very like yeah. you're a professional human. human. Well, and my success depends on what I say. Correct. But also, yeah. thank God you know how to talk because clearly I don't. So that's <laughs> at least true. one of us. Somebody has to carry this. Yes. Okay. So, so for even though the majority of our listeners came here because they're your listeners, um, why don't you? Can you guys tell everybody about your podcast? Uh, what it's called? Who you do? Who you do it with? Yeah, the rundown. So uh, yeah, it's called the rundown. Yeah, it's called Parental Advisory, and you know we kind of wanted to make it. We wanted to let people know it's going to be a little edgy. You know, we, we really try not to filter ourselves because I'm sure as you guys know in podcasting, it's like if you're constantly walking on broken glass and holding your tongue, like it just makes it kind of a watered down version of who you are. And so, you know, we as guys, we have like, you know, like stupid ass, you know, like raunchy ass conversations and we're like, shit, you know, those are going to come out. So Printal Advisory, three of the four of us do music. So it felt like uh, we could make a play on the logo for our logo. And so it's me, Sammy, uh, our buddy Jack G and our buddy Brant and you might you might be like, whoa, that's a lot of you know fucking people for a podcast. Mm-hmm. Which it, we we got to get better at still talking over each other. It's definitely progressed <laughs> in the first fourteen episodes, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much the rundown. It's pretty open ended. We don't really hold back much. We probably tell a little bit too much. Yeah, um, but it's anywhere. It's just life experiences, whether it's partying or music or sex or fucking uh, just literally experience high school experiences, whatever it is. Um, we we kind of talk about it and then. If we need to edit something out in the end, we will do that. But yeah, there's been some edits for sure. Yeah, there's been some good edits, and we've already, been, is- we've, already we've already been canceled like four times. Too. <laughs> <laughs> well, the edit, the fact that it is edited, so does surprise me a little, only because I do listen to it, and the stuff that makes the cut, yeah. some of it is, <laughs> is really intense. Yeah, <laughs> it's very, it's very intense. There's times when, when I mean, we'll have a guest on. We had Harry Jowsey on, and. uh he was talking about some super raunchy shit. So yeah, that I was, was like, completely was out of pocket. That was a lot. <laughs> I was well, sure blushing. <laughs> well, well, going back real quick, how how did this idea for a podcast come about? Were you guys approached? Was it something that you guys all were you were all looking to collaborate on something? What was what was, was it that? It was originally you and Bruce. Yeah, me and Brant were gonna do one, and honestly, loving to call Bruce. Yeah, Bruce, yep. exactly. I'm going to call him Bruce just because, like, who the fuck calls him Brant? Nobody yeah. on earth. His, I forget mo- his mom literally calls him Bruce now. <laughs> like, <she's> <laughs> um, not even his birthday. But so, yeah, me and Brant were going to do one. And then Sammy and G, I mean, like, it was weird because there was even a time where I approached Sammy. Like, Sammy, do you want to do one? And, like, then, like, Brant also wanted to do one. And then, obviously, like, Jack G is, like, our best friend, too. And then we were just like, shit, should we just like all four kind of just combine our power together in our conversations that we have behind the scenes together and just make it like a four piece? We were like, uh, is that too many? But we're like, fuck, we might as well just try it. And, you know, not like exclude anyone. You know, three of us were already living in the same house together. We had a perfect room to set up in. And, you know, it's the new medium, as you guys know. I mean, you guys were part of the inspiration. We saw you guys doing it well before us. And we were just like, shit, Come it's on. such it's such the new age medium, you know? Um True. And so, yeah, it just seemed like a no-brainer. We just love having conversations, love just, you know, talking about life, what the fuck's going on in the world. And mm-hmm. it's it's weird because you can't just, like, say that on your Instagram stories because then it just gets long and drawn out and shit. It's like 
So it was the perfect platform we felt like. And, and it goes away. I mean, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It only exists for 24 hours. So this yeah. unfortunately lives forever. <laughs> exactly. Seriously. I mean, it's true. It definitely lives forever, but yeah. in in the general sense, it's only on your profile for 24 hours. So it's like, that just defeats the purpose of everything. You know, when you really want to have conversations that stick around, people can come back to great moments that they love. They can always like go back and watch. And so, I mean, yeah, it just seems like the new age medium and, and, you know, it's still relatively early though. I think it's still in its infancy. And so we were like, shit, there's not many like people our age, like really, really diving in heavy on the podcasting. So what might as well just mm-hmm. put our best foot forward. I yeah. Cause I was going to say you guys, I mean, you're so successful on the music side. It was just interesting to me what kind of like inspired you, what interested you in a podcast, because, you know, I mean, like you said, you can, put, I guess it is, it is just a way, like you guys were saying how you can put out things really fast. I mean, it's a great creative outlet, but you can also put out content constantly. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well, I think too, it's it's to, sorry, Sammy, not to cut you off, but to Bryce's point, like you guys are technically, I think Gen Z and he and I are millennials and I don't, cause I don't think you, cause Gen Z is right after millennials. Right. I think so. I don't really thank you for not calling me. Thank you for not calling me Gen X either. Well, but. you're a baby boomer. Um, <laughs> but, no, like you guys, I think technically by like maybe one year are considered Gen Z. And there's not a lot of Gen Zers that are doing podcasts. But on the other side, like every millennial and their mom is doing a podcast. So Wait, it is. What are the years for millennials? I think Ben falls into millennial. Yeah. I think it's from like 93 back to 83. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Something like, or no, I guess it would be even further than that. I think well, so millennials, they're kind of like the people who were like pretty cognizant when the turn of the millennium happened. You know, they were like at least like, yes. you know, yeah. having their own thoughts. Like we were like, what, four years old? Like uh, we probably, we probably yeah. didn't really like get this whole like, you know, wow. Y2K bug and we probably had no idea what the fuck that was, you know, like. And so yeah. maybe that's where like the cutoff. Oh, I I bug. I'm just guessing. Like, shit, yeah, no, no, no. I think that's really accurate because I, I so distinctly too. remember mom and dad's party they had for the year 2000 on New Year's Eve in the backyard. Like I distinctly remember who was there and everything. Cause I was 11. So yeah, yeah I mean, I think that that's a, probably exactly what it is, but totally to, to your point that that's well said, you know, I think, I think, uh, we saw there was like kind of a gap in, in our gen and, you know, a lot of our fans even are younger than us. And so we were, um, we saw it as an opportunity, you know, just, uh, to kind of, you know, put our toes in the medium, just, you know, try and yeah. put our best, put our best foot forward and just start going I, crazy every week. I will say for our listeners that maybe are not aware of your podcast, uh, don't listen to it with kids in the car. Correct. Um, I mean, don't listen to our podcast with kids in the car either. But true. Um, but no, I will say I listened to the podcast. Um, <laughs> and Sammy, confirm or deny weekly when I listen, I call you yeah. laughing out loud at something. Every single episode. Every single week. It's usually, honestly, some bizarre tangent that G has gone off on. <laughs> that happens. A lot. I never knew he was so like philosophical. When the one, the one thing I will, yeah, the one thing I will never forget, it might have been your first episode when you guys were talking about brains and memories. Oh my God, this is hilarious. Gene said, Do memories take up like physical space in your brain? (laughs) And I lost my shit. But I always FaceTime Sammy every time I listen. 
I don't know if it's I don't know if it's G B and deep or just being an idiot, you know? Like it's it's yeah. a weird it's a weird line he walks, you yeah. know? <laughs> it is, and you're never quite sure what side he believes he's on. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, we'll propose this very like vague, open ended question that like none of us can none of us can answer. I mean that one we were like, no, dude, they don't take up like yeah. physical. Or space. he'll be like, if you guys could be anything at all, ever, like what would it be? <laughs> and you guys are all like, ever? <laughs> like where is the cap like, on this question? You said you know? Yeah. <laughs> I liked when you guys just reason in a recent episode you guys were talking about how if you sit leg like men sitting with their right. leg crossed, like how it how it means that you're wise. Yeah. And I'm not kidding you. I was like, oh my god, that is so genius. Because when guys like guys wouldn't sit, I would never like in high school or whatever, maybe because our balls mm. haven't dropped yet, but like I, I would never sit like with like kind of like this, Annie. Like this with your legs, like totally crossed. Get those thighs out, Bryce. Come on. Like this. I hate it when you put your legs on the podcast. <laughs> I know it's always it's all the time anymore. Now, no, but what if so you sit with them fully crossed, like well, a woman? Think, Sammy I mean, sits like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, so that's what Jack. That's like, what they would yeah. say. But so that's explain what you were talking about. Yeah. I used to not. I used to for sure not sit like that. Um, it's it's like flamboyant, or it's like you know it's girly or whatever. But now it's like pure fucking wisdom comes out of that. <laughs> wisdom, that's hysterical. Look, because yeah. what does this guy know I that got, I, I got a glass you know? of whiskey in my hand? I got my legs crossed. <laughs> I just feel like it can't be that comfortable for you. No, but we have already discussed this. We discussed how you gotta split yeah. the yeah. You gotta you, so if you, you gotta arrange, got yeah, you gotta arrange for sure. I think that's, it does. We, have don't, to deal we don't need with, to get into detail. I think it does have to deal with gravity. That's all I'll say. I think it does have to deal with gravity because once gravity sets in, it's a little bit easier. Yeah. Pretty sure, but well, I'll, that's I'll probably you just for you, Bryce, because you're quite a bit older than them. So <laughs> just gotta find the sweet spot. That's all. That's very true. No, and I think that's that's what I would say. But you guys go listen to that. That was hysterical. I just thought that was so funny. I was like, how this is so relatable. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's hysterical. I would, I think a lot of our listeners would enjoy it, but like I said, just don't have kids in the car. Well, so it's, so it's called parental advisory for a reason. Do your, do your parents listen and what, if they do, what do they think of it? I think uh, Mama Wilk listens uh, to the majority of them. I texted her once and said, don't listen to this one. Harry's. Yeah. Harry's. (laughs) Don't go listen to Harry's. Yeah. I mean, I think she does, um, but my mom. She told me recently. She's like, I want, I want to read a what's it like when you write a story, like a biography you write about your life. Yeah, she's like, I want to read your your like autobiography, and so I think <laughs> this is like my version of my autobiography that she's she's getting it piece by piece. She's getting you know? some stories from back in the day that she never has ever heard. Um, so I think she enjoys it. Obviously, you know, we probably tell a little bit too much yeah and it obviously parental advisory like mom don't listen to it but yeah. their moms like you know they're going to my dad could care less i mean he'll listen to a few like here and there but you know he's a dad whatever that means <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah my mom definitely like there was a few times where like i i talked about like my first time where like she like she like smoked weed with me and she was like jack johnson i work at a corporate business and i've been working there for 30 years and i'm like mom i promise none of your friends are tapped into our podcast or any of your employees or your bosses i promise you mom and she was just she was just like don't expose me like that she's like you never know who could hear that and i'm like mom okay i'll be better about it but we got to be real you know and so i think she might be better off just like you know letting some of them go to the wayside but 
she likes to, you know, support her boy. So I appreciate it either way. But. You guys have talked, you guys, like we've said, we talk about some hilarious and also ridiculous shit on your show. But what do you think the most outrageous revelation has been? Do you guys have, or is there anything that you guys didn't, you guys have been friends for so long. Is there anything you didn't know that somebody said? Well, there was, there was one where we were talking about, uh, I don't know if it's more of a revelation, but we were like, who would the hottest, who would the hottest be like as a girl out of the boys? <laughs> and I, I think we all came to the conclusion. I think Sammy was the top dog. Um, really? I thought it was, well, G, I think his bone structure. His, he had a little too much of a jaw. Thin. We were like, you know, even, not that girls can't have jaws. We're not saying that, but you know. It was a little masculine. Um, you just felt like that perfect sweet spot. You have the pretty eyelashes and. So I think, yeah, Sammy would be the hottest girl is our biggest revelation thus far. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that, he looks a lot like Emily, and Emily is quite a smoke show, so. You guys are too nice. I don't it know. makes sense. I think the revelation that I came up with during this conversation is that he, if he shaved his beard, he was, he's the Emma Watson <laughs> of, of hot, hot guys, hot girls. Hey, I'll, he's like, I'll take he, that all day. It's like. Emma no, Watson but you also is... called me. You also said I'd be like a, like an e girl, like a cat girl or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> some weird shit. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was in a different. That was in yeah. a different. Yeah. I do remember that conversation. Have you guys noticed as you kind of roll through more and more of these episodes? Do each of you kind of slot into a role? Like, for example, Bryce plans everything. Granted, he's a producer for his real job too, so like it's very second nature to him. Yeah. I just show up and like I never know what's going to come out of my mouth. But that's, that's kind of the true. role that we've slotted into. Annie yeah. does not do that. Annie knows more. Annie's like a walking encyclopedia. Every time I walk in, I'm like, oh, I'm going to stump her. She's not going to know anything about this. And I'm like, you should, <laughs> I should probably send her something. And then I don't. And she's like, so here's the thing about it. I'm like, I, I don't even have that information. on my. Yeah. How did you research this when I didn't even tell you about the topic? I know. Like, how do you even know this? I never know the topics going in. Truly. It's like, that's interesting. Yeah. Roles-wise, like – I would like to say like we kind of all just like might have some topic like talking points that we want to talk about and we try not to tell the other guys because you know we're like, mm -hmm. like you said you want to catch them off guard and get their like true opinion and maybe you're the one bringing in the research um the first the first couple episodes we tried to do a little too much structure i think and that made it like feel like we had to transition from this topic to this topic i mm -hmm. think we notice now like we just have these things whether they're on our laptops and our phone notes that we that we want to talk about and if they come up they come up if we go on some crazy tangents we go on some crazy tangents um i do i do say g always starts every ad read i don't know how that started yeah. happening but he's become that guy you know what i'm yeah. saying which is very random like you know a very minuscule role in terms of, so but, but i would say we all kind of share you know the roles across the board if, if anybody has something to interject um if, if anybody has a new topic they want to talk about that they feel like kind of segues off the back of the current topic then you know they do it and so I would say there's not too much structure and not too much like role playing in, in terms of parental advisory. I think Jay's got he, like you're very smart, and so I think a lot of times when we, if if we have to like if we have to say something or if we like plan to say something, you take. I'll be role. the one who brings it up. Yeah, that's that's your role. For no, sure. yeah, I, I think I would probably say I have like the most like topics in my arsenal that are like yeah. pre-planned. Yeah. But like you guys will always just like like propose propose a crazy metaphysical yeah, 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 question yeah, yeah. or something, yep. you know? Yeah. <laughs> I think we're all have a really good. I mean, you have a really good balance, and I think it really depends on. I mean, from what I, we've learned in podcasting, it's like obviously each show is different. So, like, mm -hmm. I mean, we might gravitate toward, toward more structure, whereas you guys don't need that because you have such familiarity. And not that Annie and I don't, but it's like you just have that. You have so much. You have such a catalog. Of, yeah. of stories and things that you guys and you guys hang out together all the time. And so I think it's really cool to see you how easy it's 
how like when you're listening, it's such an easy listen and it's so easy for you guys to just piggyback off each other so quickly, which is awesome. So well, yeah, appreciate you saying that, Bryce. No, and, and it definitely like, it feels like we're, we're, you know, getting better and better at it as each episode progresses. You guys also met, uh, you mentioned guests that you guys have started recently having guests on. You've had Harry Jossi from uh, Too Hot to Handle, which apparently we're not supposed to listen to promote that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, also had a couple of members of the band pretty much. Who would you guys love to have on the show in the future? That's a good question. Um, there's so many names that we cycle through. Um, but oh, has anybody approached you guys or is that so, I mean, you don't have to say who they are, but yeah, yeah, no, we've had a few people like reaching out to like our production company. Um, I, I will That's say, though, I think, and like, I know you guys have done this. Um, I think the best, like the, the most interesting people I want to have on aren't even like people that I know or like that are in the entertainment world, like more so like, like scientists and, and doctors and like, you know, like sex experts or like, I don't know, like random like interesting shit that like we don't necessarily know like okay. you know, the psychic that you guys had on yeah you guys yeah. had a psychic i saw someone who could just teach us about like a whole new like realm yeah. that's not attached to this entertainment industry you know because it's it's easy for us to bring on all our entertainment friends but i think at the end of the day we want to broaden our perspective i mean this podcast is also about us learning which i'm sure you guys mm-hmm. can attest to you probably learned so much from like having this array of guests on and and it's definitely uh yeah it's a perspective building thing for us too i think at the same time so we want to kind of get out of just having like, you know, our typical industry friends on every single time and, and just broaden our horizons and, you know, like bring people on who will really teach us shit at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, this is getting more, this is more of like a random question, but do you guys have any, like, I'm leading into something with this, but do you guys have any like guilty pleasures, like music wise, since you are all music movies, TVs or anything that you like, that you're like, God, I love to hate this or (laughs) Anything. You would love to, but you actually love it deep down type shit. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think. Well, I know you're kind of a bachelor guy, aren't you, Bachelorette? Yeah, I'm a big bachelor guy. I never got too really? into it. I watched the yeah. Colton season I, for a little bit. Like him and him and Stas were getting me into it, and I, I just like I don't know. It just wasn't for me. I didn't watch this last season though with uh, what's his name, Matt. Yeah. Matt. I didn't watch it, but I heard it wasn't great that great of a season. But I but like well, the I it three weeks in. So. Oh okay. Well. Big bachelor guy. I need to get back into that, that life though. Um, I definitely. See, I'm surprised by that. I mean, not not yeah. totally, but I th- I feel like you. That seems like I feel like you'd be more like a too hot to handle or like a you know maybe a little bit racier type. Show. No, I, I don't know. It's no, some, Sammy what, is because it's very horrible love. Yeah. <laughs> has he got? Has he told you? Like he he was like in the final rounds of like one of these reality shows or something. Really? Or something or the other. It was yeah. Like, it was like the. Like they basically asked for me to be on the show. I went to the casting team of MTV, and uh, they wanted me on it, and I just said no. You just realized it wasn't like, wasn't your vibe. <laughs> <not for me." laughs> okay, well, which show I, was it? Yeah, I think yeah. it was Love Island. Oh, uh, we tried to get Bryce to do that. Yeah, I had an, I had a, they sent me somebody sent me an application, but Sammy, I wanted to, I was leading into this because I told Annie I had like an epiphany the other day or not it was like a couple weeks ago but i was like i'm a huge fan of the show big brother like mm-hmm. i'm obsessed with that i host an after show i used to work on the show whatever but um i was like <clears throat> sammy should go on big brother like because there's a few reasons why one because everybody fucking likes you so like it's a, it's all about it's all about a <laughs> Well, well, hold up, Bryce. I'm not going that far. No, it's like a game. It's like a game of you basically have to like 
create alliances and then you have to like vote people out of this house that's on the soundstage. But I was like, it is like a reality show. It is like a reality show. It's on every summer, but it's like basically you go into a house and then you have to like find these people and you have to like be friends with, you have to befriend everybody and kind of like sort of like make like plant stuff in their heads. Like, Oh, you should go and do this. Or you should like target this person or whatever. And I was just, I don't know why I don't know. I do, but I told Annie and she's like, Sam, you can never be without his phone. You couldn't be without his phone for three months. So like, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, and I said, I said, you can manipulate anyone. I'm telling you. (laughs) All he has to do is grin and like tell him a little secret and like the trust him for life. You know what I mean? He would win it, but he wouldn't be able to be away. Like from, I think I didn't say his phone. I said, I think, I don't think he'd be able to be away from his people. Like, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Like it was more that. Like you just you have like you crave your people. Yeah, unless I could yeah. find somebody like on Big Brother. Is it all men? Big Brother? No, no, no. It's no. It's it's like it's co-ed. So it's I've like seen a few episodes. Yeah, yeah. Sammy like, would fall. Sammy would get through it because you get it. A weekend romance with every yeah. girl and just yeah. get a new one as they got voted off. If I could, <laughs> yeah. If I can just create a little rom com every every weekend. Then, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Weekend warrior. I was gonna call. say Sammy's guilty pleasure is romantic comedies. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Okay. I, I'd be in that boat too, for sure. Yeah. You guys have both you guys have both recommended good ones to me. Uh Fool's Gold is just so fire. I love anything McConaughey. Yeah. Yeah, um, McConaughey melts my fucking heart. He had a good, uh, like, spree. <laughs> he had a good spree of, like, you know, cheesy-ass rom-coms, which I think he had to get out of his system until he really started winning, you know, awards and shit and going crazy. He um, talks about that, Jack. He he really? did an episode of Armchair Expert, which is another podcast I talk about all the time, but with Dak Shepard. <laughs> and he said that on there. He said he went through a rom-com phase, and he felt like he needed to get through that before people could take him seriously. Just like really propel himself into the limelight and then shift. Yeah. I think it I mean, makes that, that makes sense to me. Yeah. yeah. He has a great, oh, like, totally. you know, trajectory the way his career went. You know, I think he did it right for sure. Yeah. So, would you guys, so Jack, would you, first of all, would you go on or ever go on a reality show or have you ever been approached or would you guys, would either of you ever act like McCon, like act for sure? Act for sure. I, I think that's, all. I love acting just because, like, you know, we've been doing skits like since, yeah. you know, the Vine era for sure. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and so, acting for, without a doubt, reality show like i'm i'm so into like the survivors the amazing races the more like the ones that aren't like relationship based you know yeah. what i'm saying because i wouldn't you would be them. so good on the amazing race i agree i love that's like do it together. Sure. as a as a tandem be so that would yeah. be crazy oh my god if is that, is that show still airing you know yeah, yeah i think so yeah it's but still that, i used to watch survivor with my dad all the time that one might be a little too you know jungly and survive <laughs> off the land for me you know i can't even start a fire so just so you know keep promoting big brother that big brother is basically survivor in a house that's so why like yeah competitions and like all this stupid stuff the competition much, so much more appealing to me that kind of game show or reality show definitely yeah. it's like if a Johnson can use his brain if you can use his brain then like yeah he'll fucking out shine everybody i'll try yeah. that's Come why he's so good at the amazing race yeah, or Survivor. I mean, to build things, to like figure out how to, yeah, you know, whatever. But anyway, I would be the first out on Survivor because yeah. I am not oh. messing with bugs. I know. Yeah, that. no, no, I feel you. I fucking will turn and flee at the sight of an arachnid <laughs> or whatever, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an arachnid. At the sight of an arachnid. <laughs> oh, for sure. They got to like, eat grubs and shit. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Okay, well, so so everybody sh- uh, by this point should know that you you're both musicians. 
Um, you have been for for a long time. You've been out here. Well, how long have you guys been in LA? You came out in December 2014. I came in like January okay. 2015. Yeah, you were like okay. a few months after me. Yeah. So six, yeah. six ish years. Well, anyway, I, I want to know like, what are your, um, who are your musical influencers, influences? I put influencers on my paper growing up. Uh, like, who, were you guys, <laughs> who did you guys love when you were growing up? Um, I think when I like really got, I mean, I, Listen to you know the radio for the most part. Whatever Annie and Emily and Ben were listening to, Ben put me on like Tupac when I was younger. But I think when I really started to enjoy music to like a different level was when CJ, yeah, who was my sister's ex at the time, uh, he was in a reggae band and he was taking me to all these reggae shows and showing me all like the irations, like you know the shit that we listened to in high school with like, iration and revolution, revolution tribal, and seeds, tribal seeds, and the movement, soja, yeah, soja, yeah. Um, very like reggae, you know, pop bands. Um, th- and then through from like probably like sixth, seventh grade through high school, that's that was the main music that I feel like our friend group really. And wouldn't you say like there was sort of like that hybrid, like like air, let's say, or yep. like it was almost like reggae, like chill guitar licks with like kind of a hip hop vibe, yes, like absolutely. And I feel like that definitely influenced like yeah your shit yeah, a lot. 100%. Well, your first album was a reggae album, yeah. straight up. Yeah, I mean that was like, yeah. that was just what I enjoyed. That's what I listened to, and yeah, like air when like little hip hop started coming. Yeah, it out. was like reggae hip hop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you could hybridize two genres, yeah, which was still a banging album. Ready for war? That's that's a timeless yeah. genre yeah. right there. I'm that's saying, I have ready for war lyrics tattooed on my arm. Which ones? Yeah, hey, Ma, what uh, you looking at? <laughs> God, that's no, I really song. missed an opportunity with that one, though. Yeah, that's, that's um, the deepest no, it's, all you have to do is this, is just put your arm out, hey, Ma, what yeah, you looking at? <laughs> that would be hilarious. No, I got Baby, baby Just hold on. hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Baby, just hold on. <laughs> you know I'm here for you. Yeah, that's no. What I really love, yeah. I love that project. Um, and Jack, what about you? What do you? What like? Were your? Was that similar to you, or did you have? Definitely, definitely like on the reggae vibe, like, you know, we, that was like our high school shit. It was like really just reggae and hip hop for the most part, you know, through and through. Um, But I would say like going back a little earlier, you know, I, I started like writing raps to myself, to myself, like in like second, third grade, I started like really just like, I just always loved hip hop. And this was when like 50 Cent and Ludacris and Eminem and Lil Wayne were all over the radio. And all I really knew was, like, all I really had access to was, like, radio music at the time, you know? I would sneak into my brother's room. I would, like, you know, play Lose Yourself by Eminem on the explicit version because my mom wouldn't let me listen to explicit stuff yet while he's sleeping. Like, I would steal his iPod and bring it back into my room. And that was the first hip-hop song I ever memorized, for sure. Um, <laughs> but then I would say once we got, like, our – it was our school laptops, actually. Mm-hmm. We got our first, like, school-issue laptops in middle school. Um, you were still at uh, CTK. Yep. And – we you could download music onto your iTunes library from like hotnewhiphop.com or like you know datpiff <laughs> these mixtape websites and so I I would like Lil Wayne specifically was like literally like ninety five percent of my library like every mixtape he had any song he put out I knew it and like that like he was like my religion as a musical artist and his metaphors and his punchlines you know he he definitely influenced um me in the biggest way in terms of hip hop you know being a rapper and whatnot and so. I would say that my parents were always playing like, you know, classic rock, you know, Aerosmith, ACDC, you know, Led Zeppelin, Van Halen around the house, which I wouldn't say plays much into a, into my music, but you know, I still draw inspiration from it in a way, just seeing like the old days of rock stars. Cause I think there's like, I think like hip hop is kind of like the new rock star in a sense, uh, in this, in this current climate we live in. And so I feel like I'm at a very good, you know, crossroads with what's hot in the world. Like, you know, hip hop's kind of the new pop right now. 
And that's always been like my favorite genre. And I will incorporate some reggae elements into stuff too, you know? Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of, I guess, that's sounds like sound, a real smorgasbord of like really, I mean, in a good way, like a real thing, like you guys have very, you know, different, you have a lot on your palate, you know? For and sure. That's really cool. I, like, I, we like country I, now too, even, you know, like, mm -hmm. which we never used to like, I feel like, but yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. Bryce loves country. I don't I do love much. country. Um, only, only when I moved out here. Depends the artist. Depends yeah. the artist, I think, yeah. you know? Yeah. Very hit or miss. I bought Sammy a 50 cent CD for his 11th birthday. The and probably i don't even remember which one it was where, like he's I, all like all ripped up on the cover and shit like yeah that yeah. was what is it um, it's probably get richard die trying in the club in the club in the club that was, yeah get richard die trying it could have been yeah that i think it might have been get richard die trying but as soon as he opened it mom mom was like absolutely not taking that <laughs> and so <laughs> And I, I know that I know that I was old enough to drive. So that's how I know that it was your 11th birthday because I took you to Target with me to return it. And when we were returning it, the woman, the like clerk, sales clerk or whatever, what cashier, the cashier was like, oh, how old were you when you had him? And I was like, what? Is that, is that, is that, you've gotten that now. That's like part of your life now. Oh, everybody always calls me Sammy's mom. And I'm like, listen, I was six when he was born. <laughs> you always been an old soul, Annie. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. I'm weak. Yeah, ridiculous. So, Jack, you, you teased that you would put out a new, sing, a new song called Full Court if you got 20,000 comments today. Did it happen? Or has it happened yet? Uh, let me check, actually. <laughs> I was at like 11,000 last time I checked. Damn, look. all right, let's flood it. Well, where where are you like? What's next? Like maybe while well, you're looking, Jack, Sammy, what's next for you guys musically? Like, what are you? Are you? Yeah, uh, I mean, thirteen. Me, thirteen. Yeah, there we go. Seven 13. more. Oh, it's getting close. Seven more. Getting we got this. That's fucking good. Honestly. I need you guys um, to spam it. All right. Once we're yeah, done we're this episode, spam. Yeah. we're gonna spam. We're gonna spam. Um, no, but music wise, uh, I'm getting to a place where I wanted to start dropping. I know last time, I think last time we did this was during the pandemic. No. I think I did a solo one. Yeah. I think I was talking about dropping an EP, uh, maybe an album, and I still haven't dropped any fucking music. I've been writing a good amount, um, but we've been, I've been probably a little bit too too focused on podcasting and trying to figure out what the fuck I'm doing in my life. For sure. Um, it, it is hard to balance. Well, yeah. I mean, I, it, but it is, it, it's a huge, I was going to, that was going to be my follow up. Is it, you know, is, or is podcasting kind of taking, sort of a front seat for you guys at this point. I think just w while we were starting it up and getting it off the new. ground. Yeah, it's brand yeah. new. So we're like, we're excited about it. And it's, I think it's just, we got to get off the ground. And once that's moving, then we can, at least me personally, then I'll be, it'll be easier for me to transition, like keep the music and the podcast balanced out. But um, I actually am shooting a music video for a new song. Uh, I think Ooh. at the end of this week, which I'm really excited about. And then once I start, I really just want to start doing singles with videos. Um, every like month and not do an EP. I don't think people have the attention span right now for, I mean, pastel is doing super well, but I think, uh, I think I want to try to just focus on singles and videos. It'll be easier for me to attack one thing and release that rather than try to package together a whole project. Um, no, there definitely is something to that. I'd say, yeah, you know, cause like then, okay, just keep dropping singles until that one song, that one song just like, you know, and then you have this catalog of all the all the old shit you've already yeah. put out, you know what I'm saying? But once that one song clicks, then it's time for a project. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. That's that's 
that's a good way to go about it too. So yeah, I feel like there's, you know, uh, I'm in the same boat for sure. Like podcasting is definitely taking a front seat. We're definitely not in the studio as much as we should be. We talk about it all the time. Like let's get in and then we get distracted with some shit. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I think, I think we'll, uh, we yeah. got on the horizon though. Yeah. I've been listening to his shit, you know, the shit we've yeah. been making has been awesome. Yeah, well, you guys, when we go over to your house, it's like, you just drop a beat and it's like, oh wait, that is like the, not, that's like the coolest thing I've ever heard in my whole life. That's, it's my favorite thing when, when, we, when we've been like out and we co- go back to your house and all of a sudden Jay goes into like wizard mode yeah. and just like puts oh, yeah. together a beat in five minutes. And it's like, and you guys did a song. Yo, with, you know the one with T that yeah. we made? Yeah. The, you guys uh, need to release that. She like she like Chardonnay. She like Chardonnay. 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 Yeah. yeah, that That's one a fucking great song. Such honestly. a good song. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You guys you need to put that one out. All right. So Annie knows how much I love segments on our podcast. So mm-hmm. um, we're I want to I want to play a little Would You Rather really rapid fire uh, to finish our music discussion. Um, I'm calling this segment Superior Sound. So basically, I'm going to say two two artists, and you just have to tell me who you which music do you like better. Okay. okay. Annie, do you want to participate? Yeah. Okay. All right. So the first one is Cardi B or Nicki Minaj? Nicki Minaj. Minaj. Oh, really? She writes. Yeah, you got to go, Nicki. She's time. the queen. Yeah, she's the okay. queen. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, Nicki Minaj, uh, her, her old pop shit, and uh, what was that called? Pink, whatever that pink. Uh, pink print. Yeah. I used to it's love that shit. Lad, lad's got a I used to love that shit. <laughs> yeah, she's the queen. Cardi's is a little an- annoying to me sometimes. Yeah. Like her, her voice. I mean, no offense, but I think she overdoes it for the cameras sometimes. And I'm like, she's a character. Like she's she a is character. a or she, a caricature of herself. Yeah, and she like, does have bangers too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not yeah. saying one hundred percent. But Nikki is like who she is all the time. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Hmm. All right, interesting. Uh, okay, so Taylor Swift or Katy Perry? Katy Perry. Katy Perry. I love Taylor Swift, Johns, but Katy's just got. Just so many like pure pop classics, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. So does Taylor, but I just, I guess I just gravitate more to to Katie's catalog. I'd say. Any, any we know why. We you know why I chose. You want to change your? Okay. Any's least favorite artist is Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. She hates Taylor Swift. Uh, all right. So Zayn Malik or Harry Styles? Harry Styles. Uh, Harry. Yeah, for sure. Harry. Zane has some solid shit, but Harry's is like fucking. Harry's just a fucking through. star through and through. Yeah. He doesn't shy away from the spotlight. Like our manager used to be on like Zane's Zane's team, um, and he would have these huge opportunities to perform, to perform these huge award shows, and he would just you know get anxious about it. Which there's nothing wrong with that, you know. But I th- I think Harry just like really he has more of an identity right now, and his last rock project I think is like just so him, you know. It's like it just really transcends. It just hits me a little different. Mm-hmm. He's he knows how to evolve as an artist. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know about I don't know much as as much about Zane, but I. I feel like that's like Harry. Um, okay, Miley Cyrus or Ariana Grande? I don't know why I said it like that. Um, Miley. Ooh. I'd say Miley. Miley's got some good music, but Ariana's got some great music too. I love the rock. I one. think of Miley's voice yeah. a little bit more. Ariana's so po- polished and perfect for, for the pop world, but uh, Miley just like seems like a young, just like a rock, a rock girl more so, you yeah. know? Which I think is. And sick. the remix that Miley did on her last album and like the. Um, duets or the collabs that she had were yeah. so fucking good yeah, she's, yeah. she's got like some grit to her tone you know you can yes. tell she's like smoked weed for a whole life, like for the last yeah. 10 years <laughs> Since she was, like, six. I, I like that grit a little bit you know she's got yeah. a very yeah. attractive voice like just yeah voice is attractive yes i agree okay last one is justin bieber or nick jonas justin bieber, justin bieber. i'd say bieber yeah 
Oh God. All right. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty good one. I mean, I, I love Nick. Like his shit is dope. We used to be like rec- uh, label mates at Island and, you know, super, super sweet dude. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Justin just like has that swag about him, you know? Would you say Justin Bieber or One Direction? I ain't gonna lie, though. His new project was kind of mm-hmm. mid grade to me, though. I, there were some great songs on there, but yeah, I don't know. It just like didn't. I don't know. Bieber's like Journal's project was fucking Ooh, great. Fire. Um, yeah. I don't know, but I would for sure go Bieber over Nick Jonas. Yeah, I agree. Right. Um, well, thank you guys for playing. That was that was um, that was just a little segment. Uh, so before we get to our another special segment um, on a recent episode of our podcast, Annie and I talked about friendship deal breakers. I, for one, am always worried about being too annoying to Annie. Um, you guys are roommates, frequent music collaborators, podcast hosts, best friends for years and years. How do you guys still stand each other? <laughs> It's a great question, Bryce. Yeah. I must say, um, surprising. <laughs> that is a good question. Surprisingly, though, me and Johnson, we don't really have too many little fights. Like, I feel like we give each other space, and we don't step on each other's toes too much. We'll get we'll get chippy sometimes. We'll definitely for sure, get chippy though. as fuck sometimes. Because Sammy, yeah. Like, well, we know what happened when Sam when you beat Sammy in beer pong. So. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> liquor definitely accentuates some yeah. some friendly beefs. I will say that. <laughs> but there was this one time, Sammy, as you guys know, he mumbles a lot. You know, he sometimes his sentences just like blend together. <laughs> and I remember this one day we were out by the pool, and he said he was like something about a smoothie, and I was like, yeah, yeah, let me know when you get one, and then. <laughs> And then he said something like, like, and I was like, what? And he's like, <laughs> I was like what? what are you saying? He's like, do you want a fucking smoothie or not? And I was like, bro, I just couldn't, I couldn't hear what you were saying, bro. Like, I'm not trying to like sneak this. You got like acting like I genuinely, I know it. And then he ended up ordering it without me. And like, I went and drove to get my own, to get yeah. my own smoothie. I went to drive to get my own smoothie from the same place he ordered from. Like, I'll pass it the <laughs> <laughs> and like we didn't, they were just like mad at each other for a few hours. Yeah, but and I was like, bro, like, I just like couldn't understand you, bro. Like, <laughs> he, thinks I'm, he thinks I can't hear, so yeah, maybe. Bad hearing. And no, that was actually funny because we went and then like we saw each other and we just like. And we were about drinking our smoothies and like we were like. Bro, that drinking But yeah, maybe I'm a little hard of hearing, and maybe he just mumbles a little bit too yeah. much. No, I definitely mumble. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That sounds like a that sounds like an argument T and I would have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because he's very similar. Like Sammy and T both mumble, but they can understand each other's mumbles. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's not even a whisper. It's literally like No, they're whispers for each other. Like, oh like, yeah, because like seven words become one sound. And I'm like, UJ, I'm like, what? And then after the second what, I'm like, I don't I don't know what you're saying. Like <laughs> I catch an attitude. Yeah, but the thing is, Johnson's like a he's like a speed talker, and, I, and we I feel like I used to talk really fast, but you just kept talking faster. But now I'm used to it, so I can understand his fast talking. <laughs> yeah, he just fucking his ears. I remember we were at dinner like back in high school, like with with your parents once. Yeah, and your mom was like, "Sammy, how do you how are you understanding what he's saying?" Like she was just fucking <laughs> with me a little bit, like because we were just having this, and you this when you were talking really yeah. fast too, I think. And she was like, what is this conversation they're having? I can't even hear it. Like, it's like not even processing in my earlobes. It's insane. <laughs> but yeah, we, we just have some vocal, uh, some vocal nuances we got to get over, I guess. Yeah. That's great. That's, if that's so great. the worst part of your friendship. Yeah. Like, you're winning. For real. No, it's for sure. Great. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. So as we can all attest, Annie and I really love our moms. And for these somebody sessions, we thought it would be fun to ask one of them to submit a question to ask our somebodies. And since there are two of you, there are two mom questions. So Annie, take it away. 
No way. Well, actually, so actually, I texted Mama Wilk Mm -hmm. and Mama Mama Jen. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You guys guys are close. I know this. Oh, yeah. No, I love your mom. So I actually have three questions um, from each of them. So, Bryce, this is going to be longer than you want it to be, but these are all so good. I don't care. So I'm going to alternate back and forth between you guys, okay? Love it. Um. So, Jay, I'm going to you first. Your mom said, ask Jay if he can tell you about the, quote, adult book sale he held in our driveway. Uh, she always brings this up. Okay. So, you know, we were having – me and my buddy Joe – me and my buddy Joe Dare. I don't know if you know the Dares. Um, but me and Joe, we were having a uh, – we were going to sell a bunch of my old kids' books. We wanted to make some, like, money on the side because we wanted to get, like, a video game or something. And these were books like we had both already read and they were just like kind of sitting around. My brother had read them. His siblings had read them because we were both the youngest kids. And my parents were like, yeah, do a little book sale on the on the edge of the driveway. And so we had this basket filled with like um, a bunch of like, you know, kids books. And then on the flip side, my dad was like, here, while you guys are at it, you know, maybe like people who are driving are usually older. So, you know, we have a lot of like, you know, dads and moms in the neighborhood driving by, you know, getting home from work and whatnot. So I'll give you a, a basket of my books and you can sell them. You can sell them as well. And so me and Joe made the signs for these and we had the kids section said kids books. And then the adult section said adult books. And my mom keeps, my mom keeps joking that there was like a line of like horny old men who thought they were like porn novels like lined up around the block, which I don't think was the case. I think she exaggerates it a little bit. There might've been one creepy dude who stopped by, you know, could have been a pedophile for all we know, who knows. But yeah, we, we, we made some good money, you know, and that's actually hilarious. <laughs> it, was, it was, it was funny though. They always give me shit for it. My dad gives me the most shit for that, but it was funny as hell, honestly. That's adult amazing. Books. Adult books. That's yeah. Incredible. Like erotic okay, novels. So- <laughs> <they all thought laughs> yeah. Sammy, this one's for you. Mama Wilk said, Sammy, can you please explain why you always had the sweeping duties during kitchen cleanup? <laughs> I don't even know this. Oh my God. Uh, I always had the sweeping duties because I was very good at getting out of post kitchen cleanup. I would look around the room and kind of just follow Ben around and like follow the sisters around. And so every time my mom would just like say, damn, sweep duty. And it was a fucking leader job. Ben always got my favorite job, which is wiping down the counters. And, uh, <laughs> and so what were the a, other jobs? What were the other like, jobs? Do the dishes, sweep. Um, Someone had to neaten up the living room. Neaten yeah, up. Yeah, you had to neaten up the living room, even that. the family room. Do the what were you sweeping? Like, was it just the kitchen floor? Just dust, because like yeah, gonna, you guys were all athletes, yeah. just like running through the house and shit. <laughs> 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 we're all athletes. Makes sense. That makes yeah, sense. he Sammy <laughs> would basically just walk around and make like make it seem like he was busy until finally mom picked up on it, and then because none of us yeah. wanted to sweep because that you had to wait till everyone else was done. Before you could start. The way that you said that, Sam, would look like your mom doing it. <laughs> like saying, Sam, sweep, dude. Sweep, sweep the floor, Sammy. That's hilarious. Okay, this this one's for Jack J. Um, your mom said, what did you have to do to get the trampoline? Wow, to get the trampoline, I had to, <laughs> I had to save up. I think... It was four hundred dollars, and I had to save up half of that. My parents said, and I was in first, going into second grade when I when I had this vision of getting it. And so you might <laughs> oh you, might ask yourself, you might ask yourself, how does a second grader you know accumulate two hundred dollars? And 
I would save all my birthday money, all my Christmas money. The ice cream truck would go by and like, I would literally be like crying cause I couldn't spend my money on it. And my dad, sometimes he would be nice and he would get me some, but he'd be like, Hey, you want that trampoline? And I was like, dad, you're such an asshole. But yeah, <laughs> oh I, my gosh. Oh my God. That's a lot of money. Yeah. yeah and so it was, like, it was like, two years I'm this everything. is a big trampoline. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like I had the net, the whole nine. And, okay. and I think, I think my dad ended up like adding a basketball hoop on it, which was like a couple hundred extra bucks. Just like, because you know, he, he, he felt proud that I did this and uh, adult books. Yeah. I sold adult books. Yeah. Exactly. That was around the same time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so all my Christmas money, all my tooth fairy money, just anything. I just refused to spend it on anything else for like two straight years, which definitely took a lot of willpower as a second grader. Cause I didn't even, <laughs> sure. know, yeah. I didn't even know what the concept of money was. So like, yeah, for sure. That's so impressive. That's Cause when you're, when you're that age, you get a $5 bill and you're like, I'm rich. Yeah. Like, literally. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, 200? How the f- how am I ever going to do this? <laughs> but I did it. I grabbed like it out. my whole life. That's amazing. Okay, Sammy, Mama Wilk wants to know, which scares you more? Spiders, Spider. horseback riding, or the oh. thought of jumping out of an airplane? Wow. Uh, this is good, Mom. Um, I'm going to say it's between spiders and horseback riding. Right. And... I holy shit! I was supposed to go horseback riding on Saturday. Couldn't do it. Uh, couldn't do it. I'm, um, with, I'm with you on that one, bro. I mean, the last yeah. time I got on a horse was at our family trip, and it, I yeah. swear to God, that was the last time I'll ever get on a horse again. That's crazy. I love horses. I just don't trust them. I don't understand them. I, I, I heard they're like big dogs, but they don't act like that to me. So, like, <laughs> I don't believe them. I, I actually got a horse, a stallion tattooed on my thigh in, in Mexico, which you did. Yeah, I got the stallion tattooed, but it has wings. You would fl- you would fly a horse, wouldn't you? Oh, that's, that's like a Pegasus. Pegasus. No, it's a Pegasus, but I call it my stallion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got a Pegasus. Um, but no, I would say, I mean, I've been terrified. Of, I'm so. I would say I'm probably most scared of spiders. Wow! Wow! Like, if, you're not, if you're if you're like trotting on a horse, I feel like that that but like galloping is a whole different. Ball. I'm not getting on the horse. So. <laughs> I will I will never get on the horse. I'm not kidding. No chance. <laughs> I'm fully with you, bro. Oh like, my no gosh! Chance. I didn't need that like, horse. Like, same, bro. We were riding up this big mountain, and they're it like took off and take off on you. Like a moose, like ran behind it, and all of our horses like went up next to each other and like yeah, you didn't no. have no power at that point. And I, I, I do like, remember you did not like that. And Why dad had a dislocated shoulder. Yeah, it was just the worst. Like, I don't, yeah, it's so bad. So bad. Yeah. Um, okay. Jack, last question. She Two, wants three. to know if like you remember the topless beach in Aruba. Jesus Christ, mom. <laughs> Why is she exposing me like this? Like, what the <laughs> Oh my god! As soon as she sent them, I was like, "Thank you so much. These are gold." (laughs) Oh yeah, these are so gold. Okay, I guess I gotta explain. (laughs) It's actually fucking hilarious. Um, so we're in Aruba, and it's my first time at a topless beach, and I'm about like you know third grade, fourth grade, starting to get a little past the cuties phase phase, and I'm you know like I'm starting to develop crushes on girls, whatever you know. Oh no! I think my brother had showed me like my first like boobs.com website like a few years or like the, a few months prior actually before that trip and so i was like what are these objects <laughs> so we're at this topless beach and i'm like i tell my parents i'm gonna go like look for seashells they actually have this footage holy shit i need to find this footage i told my parents i'm gonna like, go up to this area to like look at shells and shit and so my dad's fucking videotaping me the whole time and i have no idea he's videotaping me 
And so like, there's this lady like reading the Da Vinci code. I remember specifically, cause you know, it was kind of right in front of her tits. And so, <laughs> um, <laughs> and like a newspaper and, version of it. <laughs> and as I'm, as I'm like looking at seashells, uh, you just see me like every three seconds, like peek back at the lady. And I'm like, and then I get back down there. My dad's still filming. He's like, Oh, you find some shells. I was like, yeah, dad. And I remember, I remember they played it for my entire like extended family, grandma, grandpa, everything like at Christmas, like after we got back, cause this was like a little bit like the early break and we get back or maybe it was like around new year's and they play it for my whole extended family, my grandparents, um, in their, in my grandparents' living room in Bellevue. And this part was coming up on like the home footage and I, I just pretended like I was asleep the entire time because I was so embarrassed. I was, like, <laughs> but yeah, I was trying to like, you know, keep a little, keep a little, oh, you're trying to get some boob action. Keep a little boob, you know. God. That's <laughs> and I got caught, I got caught in 4K or VHS, I guess. Whatever you want to call it back then. <laughs> 4K. It was bad. It was really bad. That's hilarious. I was so ashamed. I can oh see you. Oh my God, that's so good. <laughs> No, you acted very age appropriate at that time. Yeah. Very yeah. curious. Yeah. Yeah. And my parents were okay. even like, what was the lady looking at? Or like, cause they're like, were you looking back at that lady? I was like, yeah, she was reading the Da Vinci code. I remember I said that <laughs> <laughs> like trying to cover my tracks and they just they knew what I was doing. I was I trying I was to read it. That was my cover up. <laughs> I, like, I thought it was the perfect cover up and then they didn't, they weren't buying it. Oh my god, that is amazing. Okay, Sammy, last question for you. Okay, mom mom said if someone were to treat you to a free trip to a place that you've already been, where mm-hmm. would you go and why? Ooh. Uh a trip to a place I've already been. Yes. All expense paid. Uh I love Jamaica. I was mm-hmm. I went to Jamaica to Ocho Rio Ocho's Rios. That was incredible. Maybe the Bahamas trip. I don't know. It's it's, it's probably a tropical place. You what? You're in the same region. Yeah, I'm think surprised it would have to be, you didn't say Africa. I, but I was going to say I can go to Africa, which is a wholly – it's a completely different world, though. Like that's you, – you're going for a different reason if you're going to the place I went in Africa. If I was trying to go for a vacation just to enjoy, to enjoy myself, like and lay on some sand, it would be – Probably Ocho's Rios or or uh, or Hawaii, like where we went for the sibling trip. Yeah, but God, if that I was going so for fun. a different, like you know, any other reason, I would have to go to Africa because Sierra Leone was like the most mind blowing experience, like that opened my eyes the most in life ever. Uh, and I think you learn a lot over there. Um, so I would say if it was, you know, it would be between. A sand, a white sand beach, or Sierra Leone or Malawi. Yeah, yeah going that's fair. going to Africa would be like that would just te- show you like how grateful you should be. You know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. like, like I yeah, yeah. Like, like during that time of my life, I was worried about which you know it was when we first came into some money. So I was worried about like which Uber I'd be seen in, and like I went over there and I was like, dude, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Yeah. This shit doesn't matter. Give you some great perspective. Oh, yeah. That gave me a yeah. whole new perspective of life. So, no, yeah. yeah. You, when you told me about that trip, I was like, bro, like that sounds like the most eye opening <laughs> shit ever. Incredible. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. That, that, those have been the mom questions. Those were yeah. amazing. Those awesome. Thank you, Lori. Thank you, Jennifer. Those were incredible. <laughs> mom um, yeah. killed them. They, they, killed them. they always <laughs> every, every mom question is the best question that we have. Yeah. Literally, shit I would never think about, you know? Like, oh my God. I know. It's so ridiculous. All right. So to end our somebody sessions, we like to ask everyone the same three questions. So these are rapid fire. Annie, will you take it away? 
Yes. What is your favorite hard seltzer? White Claw. Probably White Claw, yeah. Truly's are right. garbage. They taste like flat, like dishwater. Honestly. Except you just had a Truly the other day, and you're like, this is. Well, that was that was the lemonade based one, which was fire. But just yeah. a classic, yeah, no. Yeah, I'm actually pretty over White Claws. Actually, COVID kind of when it took my smell and taste, it like changed White Claw taste for me forever. And so I just can't really drink seltzers anymore. But if I were to choose, I would say White Claw because I had a lot of White Claws in my day. Yeah. Come on. Um, okay. Second question is, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? I, w- I think I say this almost every time, which I, I think I should evolve more um, with this. But I think like dad my- or somebody, I think it was dad or something told me just to always trust your gut and follow your intuition. And mm-hmm. I was like, shit, I'll try to do that as best I can. It's great. Uh, don't lie. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think trust your gut and f- follow your heart. Um, I would say for mine, <clears throat> I forget who it was. I think it might have been like Miss Shao, our marketing teacher. Eat Low your key. frogs. Eat your frogs. Never mind. You probably don't remember it now. I don't remember that one. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds kind of like Amazonian. Um, but <laughs> she, that we had this like one day where it was just about like you know, uh just not being judgmental specifically. I remember that's like what the whole class was about. Um, and we all, we all actually sat around all the kids in a circle and had to like say like some shit that we were going through or like whether it was the most traumatizing wow, thing in your life. This. Do you remember that, that that's session? Crazy. And it was about like, you know, not, not judging people and not, and, and being able to put yourselves in someone else's shoes and not being too quick to judge. And that's like, that's just like some of the realest shit ever is because you truly have no idea what somebody's dealing with behind the scenes. And you know, it's, it's very cliche, but it's like, you know, walk a mile in my shoes and then see if you still like, you know, feel the same way about me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people are bitter because they have like, you know, a lot of dark demons that they've been battling because let's say their fucking mom passed away and you don't even know this person. Or like, let's say they were abused as a child. Like, you just, you have no idea until you really get to know somebody past the service level, <clears> what the fuck they've gone through. So I, I just like, if somebody's addicted to me at any given point, I always try to be the bigger person. And I'm like, you know, I don't know where that came from, but they probably have some issues within themselves and I'm just not going to judge, you know, and take a step back and not be too, too harsh, you know, out of the gate. So that would probably be my, my best piece of advice. I just read something. That's a great one. That's a really good one. I read something the other day and it was on that. And it was like, if you take your top five biggest issues and put them in a bucket with, you know, everybody else, you'll probably end up grabbing your five back. Yeah. Like you would prefer to have yours. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't even yeah. know if that goes on to what you're saying, but no, absolutely. I think yeah, it's, yeah. Like- it's spot on. Okay. Final question is what do you guys believe that you are an expert of? Whoa. Um, it's hmm, a good question. An expert. They can be irreverent too. They don't have to be like an expert at reading the room. Wow. I was going to say, I was going to say another reason why you should be on big brother. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or I guess mine's a little different because I was going to say like like adapting to any given room you know like I could literally be in a studio okay. session with like a bunch of like fucking hood motherfuckers from Compton which I have before like you know yeah. with top and shit yeah. like literally guns on the table like people with straps and shit and like you know like I'll, I'm still like fucking Jack J but like I know how to like adapt to any given situation yeah. I feel like you know and or like I could That's be like you know in a very, very like, be an Aspen yeah. with like you know some uppity up people or something yeah. and you know I know how to like you know turn on my fucking, you know, posh vibe. I don't know, whatever it is, but it's still with, it's still always me authentically at the root of everything, but I feel like I know how to be, be a, a social chameleon in a sense. Yeah. Um, I guess. I think I wouldn't say I'm an expert, sure. though. I still got, you know, but I think I'm pretty good at it. No, you are. You're I think, 
Yeah, I think. But you said read the room. I think read the room, which I think is essentially this, very similar to. Adapted. But yours is like okay, like I should not have said that because of. Oh yeah, or like the current I'm, the current yeah. atmosphere, you know, which I guess is similar yeah. for sure. But there's some people who just can't read the room, bro. They'll say some shit. It's like, did you really just it's fucking like, dude read the fuck? Yeah, room, it, I, think oh, God. I think you can. I think those are different, and I think that yeah. you know, I think I can. I know the. I can spot the difference. There's yeah. like a little overlap in the Venn diagram, you know, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think they're similar, but I know the vibe you guys are going for, and I think yeah. you're both right. Yeah, I do too. All right, well, thank you guys. That's our show. Thank you guys so much for being here. Man and foot. My God, you can't <laughs> follow them on Instagram. Sammy is at Sammy Wilk and Jay is at JVCK.J. You can also follow their podcast at Parental Advisory Show on Instagram and be sure to check out the Parental Advisory Podcast on all podcast platforms. New episodes every Tuesday. Thank you guys for having us on. Like, seriously, this was so much fucking fun. Yeah, it's been a long good. time coming. I know you've been on before, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I finally got a, a chance to get on here. And uh, yeah, that was. That was super fucking fun. We appreciate you guys. Yeah, if you yeah, do want to no, come by tonight, if you do want to come by tonight. I know it's a weekday, Annie. Just let us know. All right. I know. <sighs> Maybe we'll have a hard with your name on it. Yeah, it's, okay. it's your birthday week, Jack. Before we go, do you, do you have any big plans for the week, or do you just nothing crazy? Just dropping a new song, and you know, hopefully filming a video tomorrow, and for the for the said song, and and you know, gonna have some drinks with my boys. You know, oh, yeah. quarter century, baby. Wow. <laughs> Enjoy oh, it. Enjoy it. all right andy take it away okay guys thank you so much for being here if you guys do not follow us on instagram yet please do so at nobody's pod at annie underscore wilkin at bryce advice it's the exact same on tiktok twitter is at nobody's the pod same for our personals and you can always email us at no expert all opinion at gmail.com if you listen on apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star review thanks guys we hope you have an amazing weekend and more importantly you, a mediocre week Thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks, guys. Great talking to you. The Nobody's Podcast is produced by me, Annie Wilkinson, and Bryce McClay. It is recorded remotely in small, crummy apartments in the San Fernando Valley. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.